Hey, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the 9420 Podcast. That introduction may sound different, but for our original fans, you will know that that is actually how we started out the very first podcast episode of 9420. Welcome to our 100th episode, if you can believe it or not, of the podcast. (laughs) Hey, everybody. (laughs) Somehow in this crazy journey that started back in 2020, we are finally here at 100 episodes. So hi, Carl and Greg. How are you guys doing today? Hey. Hi. What's your name and the other guy? (laughs) The girl, (laughs) the guy and the other guy. The girl and the guy and the other guy. So today we're not going to play any music today. We're just going to bore everybody with our- We're going to bore everyone with our memories. We're doing a walk down memory lane of all of the things that have happened in the last 100 episodes. So So this episode is going to be 100 hours. Yeah. Yep, so <laughs> buckle up, buttercups. Get ready for some interesting yeah. <laughs> memories. Yeah. So how, how are we starting this? Let's just well, get right to it. This is going to be fun. Well, I would say, so since we are at 100 episodes, let's remind listeners how this idea actually started. So for those who may not have actually listened to the first couple of episodes, why don't you guys talk about how you came up with the idea? I remember I was in um, I was in Nashville. You were in Nashville, yeah. And I remember, you know, I, I was I was meeting you for uh, for coffee at Bongo Java, right? You know, right by Belmont there, and right. uh, you come running in with, with I got an idea. I have an idea. <laughs> I got an idea. No, no we should like I go what? So it's all then, my fault. Yeah. So basically, so so tell us what, what was your idea? <laughs> have, have we have we like realized it yet? <laughs> I you know I think. I think it's always been my con- concept that we were building a podcast around the idea that you could feature music in its entirety inside the podcast and you could completely deal with the music licensing issues associated with having music in a podcast because heretofore that had not been done before. So, and, you know, I don't know how persuasive I was, but... Well, apparently uh, you were because we're at 100 episodes now and there's no chance of us slowing down, so... Well, that's that's correct. I mean, and then, I and then, think, we'll, uh, and then we'll remind people why the it's called 9420. Because basically we started working together in 1994 uh, and it was 2020 when we started the podcast. Very simple, 9420. When Carl would come to Nashville, I was working on Music Row... I ended up very early in my career signing Carl to the uh, company that I worked for, and I we represented his music copyrights, at least the, the public performance of them. And so when he would come to Nashville, we would hold up in this little place on Belmont Avenue called Bongo Java. When Carl would come to town and we'd have meetings, we'd just take the meetings at Bongo. So I used to love the old Bongo, too, that old yeah. deck. The big deck yep. in the front. And it was, you know, I mean, I still have extremely fond memories of that. Now, far be it from me to be nostalgic about anything. Don't we have um, some clips we're going to play? Something we do. So for those listening, um, we obviously, when we started the show, we had the concept of making sure that we were of the first generation of podcasts to offer music artists the opportunity to license their music within the podcast. And I would say that we've accomplished that. 
especially I would say getting the artists to sign the agreement has been one of the highlights, but also one of the challenges of this podcast because but you've it, been huge in that. And I want to publicly <laughs> acknowledge that you've done an amazing job at that. So, so on top of that, besides us doing this as a podcast, being at episode 100, we've also had some really great conversations and some interesting things that got brought up and things that we found out about each other. Um, and the first one actually that we are going to play tonight is from episode 12, where we featured Lamont Coleman as an artist, but it was about our first memory of music. And this is what Greg said. I can remember standing in these, you know, in this, in this booth, you know, this, uh, this is your first memory of music, Earl Gregory organ at the restaurant, (laughs) Earl Gregory organ at the restaurant. So that's it, Greg, your first memory was the organ guy. (laughs) Yeah, well, it's a, it's a huge formative memory, and you you guys have not let me live that down since. No, Earl for Gregory. What eighty eight episodes? Earl Gregory has been a part of our lives since then. He was so cool. Uh, he was playing all these odd Hammond organ cover tunes, you know, and people would go out. There was a little dance floor, a little parquet wood dance floor, and people would go and dance. There you go. One of the keyboards, the upper keyboard, sound like horns or strings. And there was also like a beatbox. It was it was awesome. All right. I'm bored. I'm bored of that already. uh, Don't cut it out. Don't cut anything out related to uh, Earl yeah, so Gregory. We cannot mess with him. So what else do we? Well, this is going great. I know. Well, I was going to say, speaking of <laughs> all of the fun sounds that we just heard within the last few minutes from Carl, one of my favorite parts of the podcast is Carl surprising us with some of the sounds. And baby Carl is oh, back tonight. Okay. Oh, my God. So you come to love him, but sometimes you hate him. But Carl's sounds have been a staple probably since day one. But the next clip that I pulled is actually from episode 17, where we feature Sam C. Jones and his music. But we apparently, even early on in this podcast, had the forethought of things that we will be venturing into into the very near future. But um, it's about sync opportunities. I have noticed that the music budgets for sync licensing have skyrocketed. These people will pay a lot of money to use authentic music. But, but, again, but again, That's been Greg, good this for is the what industry. I feel. What, what I feel has happened, though, it doesn't cost what it used to cost. You know, you know right, nowadays, right. because these artists, like, you know, they're not buying their records anyway. So Zeppelin, like, you know, 25, 30 years ago, would never have done a um, – a Cadillac commercial. Come on. It's ridiculous. They were, it was so uncool, but now because it, you know, and maybe if, if you did even get them to consider it, it would have been a million bucks plus, you know, just the license there too. It's you just, know? it's just Nowadays, fascinating to me. Like the, the economy of scale in. Yeah. But now they're yeah. doing, they're doing, they're doing 50, 50,000 bucks because what it'll do is it'll just, you know, you know, ramp up their, their, their iTunes sales or streams because now oh, who's this band? Oh, this is great. Zep- so do you guys still think that way? That was all the well, way back one, in like one, August one thing of I'm 2020. Amazed. Is that how I sound? That is, exactly. So when you play it back, <laughs> it's really fun to hear how you sound. And it's a little bit creepy because uh, it's I past sound like I sound like an idiot. I sound like <laughs> John Travolta on Helium. This is also, I think, before we... I mean, we got into a groove pretty early, but this is before like all of the rhythm and uh, routines happened. I, I was mentioning last week that um, I thought that for some reason through the 
through the course of 100 episodes, I think our mics have, we haven't changed the mics, but you know, I, 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 got, think, I, got a I think our mic. sound quality is. Huh? I got a new mic too. I've got a different mic. Oh, well, see, maybe that's my problem. Is uh, Although I, I thought I sounded good early on and now I sound like crap, but whatever. You can cut that out too. That, by the way, we have a new podcast coming. It's called We're Cutting This Out. And <laughs> it's all the stuff that we uh, wanted to keep in, but Carl edited out uh, having thought better about it. Well, I, I guess in terms to maybe get back onto topic, do you guys still think that way about sync opportunities, especially since it's an area we are deviling into in the very near future? We're going to be dabbling. I think that, uh, yeah, there's still, uh, people are still willing to pay. Um, well, I think more and more. Yeah. I think, I think nowadays it's the way to make it the best entry into the industry. You know, you get your song in a, in like a Netflix, you know, movie or to Kate Bush. I mean, that became the story. Uh, like a kind of a, a typical sync license became the story. That premiered over a month and a half ago, and that song is still going viral across all social media platforms. Yeah, so look what it did for even established artists. So if you're a new sync, artist... Sync licensing is still hot. What would you say oh, yeah, for artists it, it, who are maybe hesitant to sign either like an agreement or a license over for it because they're wary of, you know, what... Not necessarily the ramifications, but like what potentially could be like the downfall of it. You know, as long as it's non-exclusive, this is my two cents being an artist. You know, and I've always had this mentality. For one, it's not exclusive, so you got nothing to lose. And, you know, so sign it. What's the big deal? You know, what do you, what's so precious? You know, even back in the day when I signed, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> when I signed my first record deal, you just sign it. Just get get on the train. You know what I mean? Like you, these guys sitting back renegotiating their initial record deal, they're nobodies. You're not going to get anything. You're not going to get a, a, a deal in your favor. Just basically get the basic deal, get going. Because the thing is, if nothing happens, you don't lose anything. And if worried, something happens- worried about, worried about infringement, worried about people stealing your intellectual property- that's really kind of an amateurish way right, to think about it. Right, just do it. You know, <laughs> if you're a writer right now, pretty much sign anything. Just, I mean, I'm telling you. Yeah, Netflix is not going to infringe your copyright, I can I can assure you. Of no, actually, it, did you going. see that Netflix is actually going after, and you, you may not have heard this, um, there is a TikTok sensation called Barlow and Bear, and they created mm -hmm. the unofficial Bridgerton um, musical, and they won a Grammy for it this year. And Netflix, because Netflix owns all of the rights to Bridgerton and even the novel series, they bought the rights out from the writer, they... Mm -hmm condoned Barlow and Bear to do the unofficial Bridgerton musical as long as it stayed in an audio sense. And recently right. they branched out and they did a um, event at the Kennedy Center and made profit for it. And Netflix is coming down on them hard because of it. They should. And they should. A lot of people thought that they had reached an agreement and apparently not. And now it's apparently a whole thing in news articles and on social media. And they've actually stayed pretty silent on it because I think they know that they're in a lot of My trouble. My theory is if you've got something, here we go. Keep them with the sounds. <laughs> if you got something people are suing about, then you're doing good. You know? <laughs> Right. If, thing, if, if you're getting sued and getting like cease and desist from like Netflix or or some major company or Amazon, 
you're doing pretty good. Well, and the thing is, they, their their work their work is actually very well done, and they have like a, fo- a huge following around it too. So, like, of course, they're gonna run into like issues and stuff like that. But it just stinks that like Netflix had to do that because they did infringe uh, on some their copyright. Jerk lawyer or some jerk in, in in the office who's found this little nitbit and they brought it to legal. It ain't Netflix doing it? It'll get it'll get worked out. Right. I, I remember. It'll, it'll, I, I might have. I might have mentioned this at a, in another episode, but I remember I spoke on a panel one time and this person got up to the microphone and they said, uh, I have a song that's currently on the charts that was stolen from me. And uh, I'd like to know if I should spend the money and get a lawyer and actually go after these people because it's 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 making its way up the charts and it's 100% stolen. And I said... Well, my recommendation, instead of spending money on a lawyer, why don't you hire a record promoter? And everybody laughed. And he was, this guy was like, I think a little bit offended. And I said, hire a record promoter, make sure it runs up into the top 10, because then when you take action, uh, your damages will be much, much better. (laughs) Uh, You know, I mean, that's, that's the reality of the situation is, like Carl says, you need the success, then we'll we'll sort out the rest of it, right? You know, you know what I think about those all those you know what I think about all those um stupid lawsuits? What? That, <laughs> knew that was coming. Oh boy. <laughs> all I know is yeah, 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 you look at Sting, Billy Joel, the Beatles, everybody, Bowie, Springsteen, they all were screwed in the beginning, you know, and then, but then they got something so good, they renegotiated. Elton John, you know, no initial artist is going to get some sweet deal. <laughs> you know, it doesn't happen. You're, you're an unknown entity, you know, unproven. I was going to say, it brings me right into our next clip. It's nice, very good segue. Um, but in episode 50, where we featured Chloe Hennessy, we actually were talking about what fame actually is. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know what fame is now. I don't know. I mean, if you're if you have a TikTok, a piece of content that gets a hundred million views, are you famous? Uh, if you if, if it's you, consistent, if you're part if of a sixteen you know sixteen episode uh, series that is re- a reality show, and if you you know if you've got two minutes of screen time for sixteen episodes. Are you famous? Well, well, no. well there's momentary I, fame. Like there's you know, I, there's the 15 minutes of fame, as they would call it. Well, I that's think that's what I'm thinking. So yeah. do you do you think that it actually is how long that they can capture those millions of people's attentions for? Like, well, it, was in, it in, was it Andy Warhol that said everybody gets 15 minutes? I I don't know if I believe that. Well, you know what these t- these clips are telling me. Not, not to bring it back to me. What? I'm an idiot. <laughs> So you, you sound like an idiot and you are an idiot. I've always that's, just, that's our new podcast. Well, no, all I a, do is, is interrupt and, and, and nah, nah, you're an idiot. But that's, I think, what makes us such a good podcast, though. And Why? Like, we're not, Carl is an idiot. We, we have, but like, you, we don't mind stepping on each other's toes. We don't mind cutting each other off. No, we're not trying you, to be you, so proper. You sound like a human being. Greg sounds like an intelligent human being. I sound like some idiot. Just go. What the fuck? Oh man! 
this is our hundredth and, and final episode. <laughs> listening to this and and basically, you know, with the little rewind sound and everything. I'm sick of the rewind sound time. already, man. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I get I got to tell you, I think this is going to be a, a terrific episode. Right. You have to do it at least five more times. So just please don't get sick of it for the next what's, like 30 what's, minutes. What's the next? Thank you for doing the homework too. <laughs> do we have another clip? So we do. So one of the things that I think we are terrible about talking about is some of our accomplishments in the podcast. Um, and one of which is when we were invited to speak at Podcast Movement in Nashville last August, and Greg and I got to be on a panel with a couple of really prominent people. That was a fun experience. I really wish Carl was gonna was able to be there for it because I think it would have added so much more character to what we yeah. were talking about. Yeah, we, it needed the idiot in the background. <laughs> But what was fun about that was not only did we get to talk to people about licensing music and podcasts, since obviously podcast movement is all about podcasters, we got to bring Hadley Park, which is one of the first bands we featured on the podcast way back in the day, and let them let them showcase their music and learn a little bit about what maybe the future of podcasting can look like, which is what we spoke about in episode 55, where we featured Maddie Hicks. They are pushing live podcasting now. Like that's kind of going to be like the next iteration of what people are doing is instead of it being more of a recorded thing where a show comes out at like midnight on a Tuesday, you're going to go live at like 8 p.m. on a Thursday and it be an unedited type so online Saturday radio pod show. Live. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of. But I also think SPL. too – the things that we we at least were hearing is one people are definitely interested in figuring out how to do music the right way in podcasting but two they're just they're all looking to figure out how to make money in this world and that's well, kind that's of what where the world's always been and, about how and, to, make, and how to that, take anything and make money from it and that's where i think my letdown was in not that podcast movement wasn't a good conference i enjoyed being around people i enjoyed kind of seeing what the sponsors and the booths had in store and what they think the next things are but i think they fell short in their sessions the funny part about that clip is none of that came to fruition i have not even seen podcasts do live episodes remotely more so than they said i i don't think that mark cuban podcast thing ever took off like there's just there's so many things from that conference that like we thought were going to happen but didn't it absolutely didn't and you know i i believe they won't they won't talk about this but i believe that since was that 2021? Yeah, that was last August, like literally a year yeah. ago today. So I don't believe that the number of podcasts that are trending is actually increasing. It might be just incrementally, but I don't think that podcasting is as hot today as it was a year ago. Well, what's happening too that's kind of bugging me a bit about it. Every newscaster on MSNBC has a podcast now. Bill Maher has a podcast. Right. Anyone who has one show on one like platform, feel like, hey, might as well throw my name into a podcast. Maybe I can make some extra bucks. And like, you know, it's like, so like Bill Maher, get out of the podcast business. You already got a TV show on HBO. Leave the podcast to people who can't get TV shows on HBO. Leave you know, it to like, us. As long as we're going like, we'll to take gonna, care as of long it. As as You're on MSNBC. You have an hour network news show. Do you need a podcast as well? Get off the, the, the internet, please. Come on. Anyway, we have more. 
We have more, and we also have <laughs> our, eighty-eight more. We have our <laughs> listeners too that we've spoke to. Do we want to hear from them, or do we want to hear what? more clips? Well, you want to like you sure, want to like in, into into like you know just drizzle in a couple listeners. Yeah, like, let's yeah. see. <laughs> we we asked our listeners to give us feedback. Let's hear it. Well, pick a couple of choice for that. You know, what would you, what do we ask these people? We asked them to tell us what they love about the ninety four twenty podcast. Okay. Oh goodness gracious! Hi, this is Doreen from Long Island, New York. One of my favorite things about the 9420 podcast is listening to the new artist songs and then adding them to my Spotify favorite playlist. I enjoy the on-air camaraderie between Nicole, Greg, and Carl. Their synergy and interactions are informative, entertaining, and sometimes hilarious. Congrats on your 100th episode. Thanks, Mom. That was nice. <laughs> That's your mom? That's that my mom. mom. Yep. That is, what a great accent. She's got that so we New can't, York accent. So we can't make fun of that one. No, we can make fun of it. She doesn't. She's listened to the podcast. She knows. She knows all that we do. Thanks, Mom. I love that. I couldn't I say that. thanks, Doreen. It was terrible calling her that. Right. <laughs> She sounds like well, that, it's funny. Awesome she sounds she like you don't have that Long Island accent. I don't. If you remember, in one of the earlier podcasts, I spoke about um, my degree is in um, communication. So when we did that, one of the classes we have to take is diction, and our diction teacher dictioned the bejesus out of us to make sure that we didn't have an accent that would ever have us be deemed uh, like from a region. So you know, I I really have tried. I've tried through the years to kind of get rid of mine and. Because I had a very kind of a Midwest accent when I was in college, you know. But but you sound uh, you sound people, like Johnny Cash now. Well, I know, but but that's a very Southern accent, you know. So that's what everybody says, you know. It always sounds like Johnny Cash. My thing with you, I guess, because I was a a sheltered New Yorker, so you're probably one of my first experiences with the South, actually, <laughs> with the Southern. Right. I first met Greg over the phone. I've told the story already, but it's mm -hmm. funny. And I said, Greg, you know, after talking a few times ago, you know, Greg, man, talking to you, you kind of sound like Elvis. You know, you kind of, <laughs> and Greg goes, Greg goes, well, yeah, I might sound like Elvis, but I kind of look like Jackie Gleason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ralph Cramden, I think I said. Yeah, Whatever. Right. So that's funny. I was it okay? So we heard from one of our listeners. Yeah. So why don't we why don't we hear um, what we spoke about in episode seventy seven, where we featured Mark Elliott's music, and we finally were talking about how everything is retro. Big, long, drawn out, very melodic chorus on that song. You know, that's uh, well it reminded me of kind of catchy. Of, it, it again. I'm into this. Everything is retro now. I think. Yeah, it sounds like '70s rock or '90s country. <laughs> well, well, whatever. It sounds like you know. It sounds like to me. It sounds like '38 Special Light. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everything is retro. I, I think that's what I kind of say after every featured artist plays their song. I think after retro. every single artist in Smart Elliot, that's why I brought it up. As you have said, it's retro. Well, because you know it. It, it is. You know and. Well, uh, once you've heard so much music, I mean, you, you've heard it all before, you know? I mean, I can't remember the last time. Maybe Billie Eilish, to be honest, uh, is the last time I heard something that I didn't feel like I'd heard a hundred times. Well, that's times probably before. why she's so huge right now, because she, you know, whatever you think of what she does, it's, it's, it, 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 you know, it's Electronica, EDM, it's yeah. you know, but, but, but it's definitely, you know, it's, it's sonically cool, and it's, you know... Yeah. Atmospheric and vibey, and yeah, it's 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 kind of different. I don't yeah. see how she, I'd love to go to her tours because I see she sells out these shows like these large arenas and stuff. 
how does she play that that mood music at these arenas, man? It's got to be weird. I don't know. It's uh, I don't think she has any strange. real like yeah. anthony type stuff, does she? Well, no. I mean, I think that they they do a lot of uh, kind of dance oriented stuff too. I, I don't know. I, I I saw an extended clip of some of the concert footage from last year and. I was I was basically bored by it, but I don't know the songs that well, so you know. You know, good for her. She's a nineteen year old kid who's like living a dream, literally. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and like and she's been living it for a couple of years now too. Yeah, so good for her, man. <laughs> so as we as we move along in our we've we've only got two more clips, so you only have to play the sound two more times, Carl. You're getting there. We're almost right. there. <laughs> but so in episode 79, where we featured Fjord and Ethan Gold, who is one of our favorites, we actually talk about early champions. Um, and I thought that this was an interesting clip just because I know we have our back and forths and our, our fun little things, but we actually have some knowledgeable things to say sometimes. People who become famous they have early champions and not so much. So they had Brian Epstein and he had George Martin, you know, early on, but also they had early fans. Like they had their early kind of equivalent to like um, Instagram fans and like in Liverpool, you know, at, at the cavern. And that's like basically when love me do was released. Nobody liked it. They thought it was horrible. It was like lame and simple, but the Liverpool fans just wanted it so much. They just made it kind of happen. And it's talking about, so what this guy did was says, so is like, is his people are kind of like lemmings. And if someone, and enough people think something is cool, other people will think it's cool. And if people don't think it's cool, other people really won't think it's cool. You know what? I'm noticing, noticing too. At this point, I had gotten my, um, Invisalign. Mm-hmm. And you were you were smiling. No, I was. That's why you hear all that all that sound. I can't I like, hear that. I hear that. I hear like like it sounds like someone's eating carrots while I'm talking. <laughs> that might be me eating carrots. No, that's you know me. How it's you like complain about because of these Invisalign things. The the water gets trapped, and I feel like you know I'm gargling while I'm talking. It's it's just gonna, your smile on the two hundredth episode is just going to be. And at that point, maybe Invisalign will actually be Off sponsoring the us. I doubt yes, it. let's let's hope so. Anyway, we've given them a lot of free advertising. No, I agree. I I think I still I still I agree with that. I think you know champions are important. Like I look at uh you two. You know they were this they were this um doing pretty well. Irish band made it to Dublin. We're doing good in Europe, and they wanted to come to America. And uh, Paul Guinness, who was a bit older at the time, believed in them enough that he wanted to put a second mortgage on their house to bring them to America. And you know, the wife goes, "Paul, you know, I know you like these kids, but really, this is our home. You know, we're gonna. <laughs> this is a big risk." He goes, "No, honey, these guys, they're gonna do it. All right. I bet she's yeah. glad he did. I know. Yeah. That's but, crazy." But supposedly, yeah. you know, they, they had a champion. Same thing with Springsteen. He had John Landau, and like. So what you're saying is, for artists nowadays, try to figure out who that champion could be for you. One thing I learned a long time ago, you know, when it comes to your music, there's always going to be the guy who can think they can sell you because they think you're good at the moment, and they think you got something commercial and viable. And then there's the guy that believes in you. Always go with the guy that believes in you because the guy who just wants to sell you and thinks you're the moment and hot at the moment, but as soon as that fade, fades and wanes, he'll dump you. 
the guy who believes in you will stick with you through those times when it gets hard. Well, why don't we indulge ourselves in another listener feedback, which actually is probably the first listener of the podcast, but Mr. Anise uh, in telling us what he likes about it. The 9420 podcast is a special one. I can happily say I've heard them all. The dynamic between Nicole, Greg, and Carl is relatable and fun. With Nicole trying to keep order, Greg giving the facts, and Carl being Carl, it all works. Can't believe it's been almost 100 episodes. Feels more like 90. <laughs> Cheers to another 100. He, he's great. Carl being Carl. I like that. That's, he re- that could he, be the name of the He sees into podcast. the soul of the 9420 podcast. He gets us. Yeah. Oh, no, he's really, uh, he's a great guy. And uh, he he's so dedicated that remember when we tried the failed clubhouse Oh my gosh, yes. We came he, on. He'd come on every week. He would. You know? He it, was dedicated. Was, yeah. So shout out. Speaking of like the things that we've done over the podcast, before we get to the last clip and kind of talk about maybe what we want to do for the next hundred episodes, I think it's funny that like we started off just featuring music and then we added in questions. But if you remember, we didn't add in questions where like the featured artist would ask answer the questions. We actually had other artists come on and talk about themselves or talk about their experiences. (laughs) And then at some point we were like, no, this is too much work or stupid or these answers are crazy. And we ended up just doing it where every artist that came on was also then featured in our questions of the week. So like we've definitely adapted and changed and failed miserably at Clubhouse apparently. We should tell everybody too, and and, and I, that's what I feel, tell me if I'm right. We consciously made the decision not to interview people. We did. Yeah. We don't, we don't want to have someone, you know, we don't need to have a, because I feel like, because then someone's online, they they like you got these like there's a back and forth. This way we have them pre-record their answers and then they're just, you know, concise. You know, I, I know I think it's a better way to go. Well, that's, and that's we, it's feeling. comfortable. We tried it once with the young fables back in like episode fifty-two right, or something we, like we that. And, one, right. and it was it was good, but it definitely messed with the flow of the show and there was definitely a lot more editing and you could tell that they were uncomfortable because they didn't, they felt like they didn't have the time to like sit there and think about their answers because it was right on the spot. But we've had some really good answers come out of the fact of letting artists pre-record them and submit them and not necessarily feel like they have to be at like on a zoom call at seven o'clock at night on this day. So. Plus I'm really, I'm really, we, we use this thing. What is it called? Speak pipe. I'm I'm impressed with that technology. I mean, I, I come from a time where, you had to have special, you know, lines in order to get a good quality broadcast out of somebody calling you on the telephone. Now these folks are just talking into their. Well, if, if, if we're talking about people, and- we'd also give a shout out to. We record our episodes every week on Zencaster.com, mm-hmm. yep. which is yep. which is like probably the best, you know, audio, you know, recording site online, you know, that I know. Our of, hosting you know? service is Blueberry. Mm-hmm. Um, Right. You can get uh, to us through them uh, or through the ninety four twenty website. And I, I will say, I think with SpeakPipe, we've never really had an issue with sound quality. The only issue we ever right. had was with the artist. Do you guys remember the one band that they were doing dishes while they were <laughs> answering <laughs> the whole time? I think that was the only time we've ever had like a real issue in like having the artist take it seriously. They were like the monkeys. They yeah. all lived in the same I, house. I thought that was cool. Yeah. We, we're going to have to figure out and put it in the show notes, which episode mm-hmm. that is where the dudes are like doing their dishes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was classic. 
But it brings us to our last clip that I pulled, which is episode 83, where we are featuring Sarah McCullen. And it's talking about, is it still the Wild West in the music industry? Last time for this stupid rewind. (laughs) Technology is such that it's just so vast now, and there's so much going on. When it changes constantly, like the algorithm of yesterday is not the algorithm of today, nor will it be the algorithm of tomorrow. So even if you do something that that gets you positive results a week ago, doing the same thing in a month isn't going to provide the same results. People don't mind going over this over and over again because still, like I said, it hasn't landed. It's still the Wild West. No one knows what's going to I would like to think that's the case. I would like to think it's still a disruption and you can still make a record and or make a recording and people can discover it and you can make a living going out and selling it and performing it. I would like to know. Because people wanted to go back. But maybe that's also why everyone is sounding so retro right now because they they want to go back that way. They think that maybe something's coming. So that's the sound that they're bringing to the forefront right now. Well, I mean, I I think that it's also still the wild, wild west with this podcast. Like there's still so much we want to do with it. There's still so much we want to see back from it. And there are different things that we're going to try and do over the next 100, 200, 300 episodes, however long people actually stand here and listen to us being fools of ourselves talking about the music that we love and the industry that we tolerate. However long Greg can tolerate me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to take this opportunity to thank both of you because I think this thing has been fun to do. I think it's been reasonably entertaining and reasonably informative. Well, okay. So what, what would happen... If we like get to episode 200, which we will, what do you both want to see come from the podcast? I know we're getting into the sync world, which is where sync index is coming happening and we'll be launching that soon where we can shop artists. But like, what do we want out of this? We get the sync going where we get, you know, get artists some, uh, some nice licenses. I want this discovery thing to, yeah. right. I think we open up, we'll open up discovery and then through that, well, I think we'll get some more established artists to be on the podcast, you know, and, uh, we might have to go video if we're if we're hoping right. Might to go get video. A line. Uh, um, yeah. Once my uh, teeth are straight, we'll, we'll go. We'll go. Yeah. We'll go video, and also, right. and maybe, and then if we get some some licenses, we'll get some you know some some more established artists. Ninety four twenty live, and maybe even get some established artists to like you know answer questions or to you know to to do our questions of the week like yeah. famous people. And so, I don't know, and and we'll grow our audience and just. I think it would be fun know. to do a podcast be, tour be a where we idiot. go live and we can't edit ourselves, but we feature artists that we've had on the podcast throughout like a live audience generated show where their fans come and our fans come and they can see us for one night in different cities. You want me to leave the house? Yes, I do want you to leave the house. Or we can oh, we can me. virtually have you in on Zoom if you don't want to leave the house. Or we could do it or we could do it from the air. We could do it from like an Air Force One type. <laughs> They'll never know where we are, but we have a different artist exactly. each time. We'll basically get like a, we can get the 9420 bus and just tour the yeah, country and, yeah. and stop at go. different towns. And Oh, come We're on. We're going to need a food sponsor. We're <laughs> going to need a petroleum sponsor. Kenzie will uh, be the driver. Lodging. Yeah, yeah, yeah by the time we get this happening, Kenzie will be old enough to drive. Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> So just that's what I need. Well, that's that's what old people do anyway. They get into a Winnebago and go go cross country. <laughs> so we might as well just just put an antenna on the roof and, and you know get some Wi Fi. Oh goodness gracious! All right. So before we get on out of this episode, we have one last fan who's going to tell us what they love about our podcast. 
Hi. Yeah, my name is Steve from New York. My favorite thing about the podcast is that it introduces me to new artists. Many of them like Paul Lauren, RV, Blaine Holcomb, Hadley Park. I've added them to my Spotify favorites playlist. I also think it's great that the podcast gives these new artists a platform as they grow their music careers. I also like the information that you guys share about your experiences with the music industry and the artists. The most enjoyable part of the podcast is hearing the interactions and the discussions between Carl, Greg, and Nicole. Because of your very different personalities, we get to hear some pretty funny and enjoyable discussions and debates. The podcast could easily compete with some of the popular radio talk shows. And the next time I'm in Nashville, I'm going to give your sponsor, Bongo Java, a try. Congrats on the 100th episode. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> See, and you know what else? You know what I forgot? We forgot to mention Don Kirstner Jr. We Jr. Did. How did oh. we forget that? We've just had so many good like things happen with the podcast. It slipped our minds. Right. Anyway, that's enough for tonight. So here we go. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to our 100th episode of the 9420 podcast. We hope you enjoyed our trip down memory lane. A big thank you to all of the management companies and artists that we featured over these 100 episodes and to the artists that we will feature in future ones. For everything that we spoke about, you can go to our website, which is 9420.com. That is the number is 94 and the letters T-W-E-N-T-Y. Until next time, we'll talk to y'all later. (laughs) 